Welcome you lovely people out there to the fourth episode of Rise Up Teams. Today I have a special guest as well and he's from an industry which you all might be familiar with, voice acting. But not many people know about how to get into this industry or what type of talent is needed here. Today we have a very special voice actor who has actually worked on projects and he's going to take us behind the scenes of what it takes to be a voice actor and how to bring back those animations that we so dearly love. Hi there Brian. How are you? Hello. I'm doing fine. And you? How are you? Hey, Brian. Brian, I have this question. Where are you from and how did you get here as a voice actor? I mean, I am uh, I am from Mexico, like just very far away from where you live. And when I when I got with you all to know like all of your projects and all that stuff, I was just like browsing the internet and I I always try to like give my best to any project that there was and thankfully I did something that somebody liked and now I get to know all all that you do like all your projects and I I gladly I gladly just like uh, gave my my best just to try and and like give it a little bit more of a player to all of what you did that's quite impressive Brian but Brian what's it like being a voice actor I mean, it, it it gets it is it is really fun actually to just like be able to uh, give give some life to something that you really don't know how it is in reality. I always have like admired how people give voices to like animated characters, superheroes, and all that stuff and all that good stuff. And because it just like I don't know, it makes it go further beyond of what you believe and it makes you like connect with that character even though you don't know them like in reality. Wow. So basically it does bring life to the character itself, but I'm saying just like a voice actor, how does it feel to be in the industry and doing all that stuff? Is it kind of um a lot of hard work or something? I mean, it depends because it mostly comes to the proper imagination and how you feel somebody. It, it, it is not that stressful, but depends on the, on the person that it's directing and what they want for the character. So you basically have to like give, your, give, give something that you think, then they will give you feedback, and then you will like try to arrange whatever you had to make it the proper thing that they ambition for it. It, it, it can be pretty fun. Just to like hang out with everyone that's just doing their characters. But as again, like as a voice actor, do you have fans that go over you like crazy when hearing your voices? Because I've <laughs> I've known from the industry that many people are crazy for voice actors and the voices. Has that happened to you? Well, not really because I I am just still like a beginner voice actor, but for. For all these projects, like whenever I do the voices for the characters, they just, they were just like, "Oh my God, what is this?" And like the the the, the ones that organize the projects also do the like tell me that they were just like, "Oh my God, why, why does why does it sound so good? Why does it sound like oh so?" <laughs> it makes me feel something like it, it is it is very fun as you can see. I'm very happy about that. Right. Which type of character are you more familiar to go into? I'm just saying. I mean, for the characters that I I, I like to do, I well, for my my normal voice, I, I like to like give voices well people that just like 
very cheery and all that, but my favorite characters are, are like the ones that have very deep voices that are like wise and stuff like that. Or, or like older persons that can like it give you some sort of intimidation, but not that much, just like a sense of respect, like they are higher there. I mean, having a good guy's voice, it's kind of hard to imitate a girl if I try to I mean, well, not really, because you can have like the nose, the, the nose, nasal voices that can come, and also you can go a little bit further. But I, I won't do that because it, it just it is it is pretty difficult. But you have to like stretch your your throat a little bit. Yeah, it stretches thin, but it, it requires a lot more like force, and it can crack a lot. But with practice, you start getting it, and so. Really, it's just a matter of practice. But you have to like know what what can you use with, within your nose, within your head, within your throat, so you can identify which type of characters you can use. Yeah. I, I've seen a couple of times when seeing back in the recording, I see voice actors using some kind of prop or some kind of thing. Most voice actors, uh, to do a deep voice, they use a pillow and then they yell, ah! It's, that gives them the voice of the characters. Do you have or you use that type of prop when doing it? <laughs> well, that, that's that's more like a professional kind of thing. Whenever they want like something that sounds raspy or something that sounds like kind of tired, because when whenever you do that, just you like strain your vocal cords, but on purpose, not that badly, but just like to give it like a sound of a. I, I imagine that they can it can be like a very old person that, that has like, oh, how can I help you? And something like that. But no, I haven't done that. But props, they really help just to like identify. For example, you have like, like let's say you have a pencil and they say like, you're angry, you are writing something, then you boom, you smack that thing. Or it says like, you slam your head against something. And it, it really helps like having like, a, a, like a notebook or something, and then you kind of play it with it. And then when it comes time to like say like, I know the base, blah, 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 blah. No, and then you just use all your force or all your emotions to convey whatever it is. And even though they aren't seeing the pencil, they can feel that there was something there to like transmit the emotions. That is true, though. That is very true. As I've actually, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Japanese culture or anime for sort, but. Of course. Okay, if you are, that's really great. I, they have come very far in the educational careers when it comes to quote unquote voice acting. I'm not gonna be literally saying this, but the Western culture in which people are, or even any West culture, they don't have voice schools or people who want to take voice acting as a career, they don't have school. What Japanese people have done is that if you want to go into voice acting, that's schools made for them. They go to professional career and they, uh, it's like a band of voices and it's improved over the decade. I'm asking from a voice actor as you, is it hard to get into the industry without any proper training and what sort of, of sorts? Well, of, of course it is. Well, for example, I would say that at least most type of arts or something that's multimedia, it, it doesn't need to be like very professional so you can get started. You can start literally with anything that you have, even though you don't have any experience at all. But of course, experience matters and experience is really recommended just so you have more chances of like giving your best shot at it. And for example, for me, like with voice acting and all that stuff, I have like the interest in like reading and trying to like convey emotions to my, my fellow mates and whatever that and all that stuff. And when I tried a voice acting thing, it, it was because I, my, <laughs> My friends always said that I could do a very good uh, 
uh, like radio kind of voice. And so I, I, I like got it and it's like, well, I'll, I'll really try something like this. And for example, using Amino, using uh, Casting Talk Club, Voices.com, and a lot of uh, a, a lot of different platforms that can like connect people that are wanting to do it, that want to do a project either by singing, by uh, acting in some way, or voiceover and all that stuff, like for videos and that. Uh, it can it can be very easy for somebody to just like give their hand and ring, but it's other thing that that the person that's uh, coordinating everything selects to you because that's a different kind of story because they, you may not have the voice that they want or you may not have like the experience or whatever because it, but it also, it is just mostly for fun. If you're trying to like get a little bit more experience, just like knowing your friends, knowing new people and that they can give you feedback and so you can become a better person in this kind of, this kind of industry. Wow, that's, that's quite of a good insight into the, the, the working of it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, you have a very good voice and a single voice. And coming from me, I have quite a very high pitched voice, and people call me um, high pitched some stuff for some reason. I want to ask if, like, what kind, like, how did you desire, okay, this is the thing, I'm going to go into this industry and I'm going to be best at it? How did you came to this point? I mean, if you want to, you want to. You want to like give your best shot is mostly because of interest or because the thing that you do is is somewhat like related to whatever you are good at. Because I have in re, uh, in, in real life I kind of get started a lot and try and like talk really fast. But that's what made me like realize that I have to like train more to try and like read properly and give proper uh, emotions to whatever I'm saying. And well, it's mostly practice, but also interest. That's that's how I want to say. But if you wanted to like give your best shot, you have to always try and challenge yourself with anything, even though it is like a small thing, like trying to recreate a voice of somebody. And even if, and even though it doesn't sound like exactly the same, you have you give it your shot because that's where the best voices come because they are net they are not natural, but they are kind of like original or something that a style that a person gives. And that's like something that they tend to remember more. I've actually been familiar with the voice acting industry, and I've actually looked into one uh, one type of voice acting, which is quite um, challenging for many people when I ask them. Is while you're doing an episode, and you have to have to sing at the same time. Like there's a show I've quote in reference is Steven Universe, which is a quite big hit, and the actors there would be able to voice act and sing at the same time. Like, how can you do both of those things at the same time? Doesn't it, the melody goes overboard sometimes? Mm, well, it, it depends with the, with, with the song that they are choosing because I am I am also a very big fan of music and I know how to sing too. I'm terrible, whatever I, I do. <laughs> but m most people that sing uh, can also give up for good emotions. Like, they, that they know how to sing, give proper emotions to their to like their songs. And for example, in Steven Universe, I have watched some of the show, but not in the or original dub in English because I watched it in Spanish. <laughs> but even though it is in Spanish, and also even though I hear a lot of the, for example, stronger, well, is, is it stronger than you? Is it stronger than you than you, for example, or the or the theme song, for example? Uh, usually, 
whenever you have like a melody like playing in the back and all that you can just like be, be different for whatever they're saying because there are tons of songs that are like happy with the with the music or really sad in what they're saying what they and how they're saying it or vice versa the song can be just like very sad and then like the singer is just like singing their heart out like so all that so it is not that hard to like tell a story and just giving a different emotion to whatever the, the music is trying to convey. But it also like takes practice mostly because uh, the side of the team right that's writing the song so they can like just adjust it to what they want to tell. So if I try to practice right now, I kind of know the theme song. Would you be a good judge and tell me if my singing is horrible or great? <laughs> well, well, yeah, more or less. <laughs> I have had a lot of people that sing really bad as people that I sing that sing really good, but yeah, I can tell over here. <laughs> when you all is on the rise, you can know shit I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. We are the crystal gems and I can I don't know remember the lyrics, I can do some voices with them. Um I do remember this lyric, uh, this lyric. You can love me as much as you can love me, but I don't remember the lyrics though. Nah, uh, nah, don't stress about it. <laughs> but among the line, how was the line though? Like, for the line, it was, it was well, it can, it can have a little bit more work put into it because of course everyone has like their own accents and all of that but with the accents that you have you can like give it a little bit of a melodic tone just like try and work on extending the the notes like for example let me try it like if you're evil and you're on the rise you can count on the four of us taking you down because we're good and evil never beats us but when the fight we take over pizza we yeah, because I, I would prefer to have my ukulele with me, but I don't I'm have it right now. You actually sound just like the kid uh, of Steven Universe who's singing it. It's almost cool. <laughs> well, I hope doubt it because I, I <laughs> like that, that's a problem too. Like somebody just doesn't believe in their own voice. Like yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe so. And I'm happy that I can do that. But but yeah. You have to like be be thoughtful of how you're uh, saying it, like trying to the proper intonation and trying to like elongate it because that gives it a lot more personality. It's like playing the violin because if you play a one note, it will sound just like normal. But then you give it like a broad and all that stuff, it sounds amazing. Just those tiny details are the things that makes it stand out. That's actually quite good. But have you ever? Mean stop by a note or a word because when I was on to sing, I remember I used to get stuck by the N word a lot for me, the N or S word. Is that the problem with most uh, voice actors that they get stuck in words? <laughs> well, it, it depends on, for, as I said, like the accent that, that, that one people have, that people tend to have, like, uh, it tends to stop them in certain words because they think that they it doesn't sound that good. But whenever they kind of like stop or like try to make it make a sort of like a round trip against that, it, it makes it makes it a little bit more original. It makes it better actually. But you have to like understand that sometimes 
trying to like make it as perfect as you think it is, it is doesn't mean it is the best because you have to like give it the human kind of aspect to it, something that's original, something that's special. And that's kind of it. For me, for example, whenever I said food or or like you kind of kind of sounding things, like my tongue just sounds like very, very stuck for some reason. Some of the time. But I try to like practice and try to like uh, tweak it so I say it more naturally instead of like saying as I am reading it. So that's that's more that's more of the thing because if you see that you're stuck with some sort of word or some some sort of like part of the script, like for example uh, a, a very large set of words that have like rhyme and whatever, like tongue twisters. That those are a very good practice tools, but whenever they, they appear in, in the script, you have to like say over and over again until they sound natural. Because it can like it can like just twist twist your brain as well as your tongue. Especially with the with being Spanish and all like Spanish coming from a beginner of like who's learning Spanish like you I've have many friends who are actually learning Spanish, they find it very hard. They say like it's kind of tongue twisting combining the words that come out from your mouth—is that true as a span as a local Spanish guy? Uh, well, we have a lot of tongue twisters because we really like our Spanish. We, we like it like very long certain words. But for example, we have uh, what's, what's that word called? El monte parangarico. Tenemos todos los tiempos para desparangarico. Desparangarico. Sorry. El monte parangarico. Tenemos todos los tiempos desparangarico. Desparangarico. Tenemos que pensar que lo desparangarico. Tenemos que pensar que será un buen desparangarico. Tenemos que pensar desparangarico. Tenemos que pensar desparangarico. Tenemos que pensar cuarizador. Oh my god. Yeah. The, the, for example, I think in Mexico, in Mexico, for example, we, they have like uh, like native kind of sounding things, and that's like kind of one one word that's just made up that sounds like like that one. And we, they are kind of tongue twisters, but they, could, but they, they are just like native uh, kind of like uh, dialects. But Spanish itself, you can speak it really fast and don't like get stuck because you have you have to say every single word. That's how it is. But in English, you have to you use a lot of shortcuts among words, so that kind of like makes it difficult both for like English speakers to learn proper Spanish, or as I as I see sometimes like they. Uh, make emphasis in some in certain letters that doesn't really that doesn't really happen in Spanish, for example. But from where I come from, there is there is no no certain no such thing as an accent. Or if I talk with somebody that comes from the center of the south of Mexico, you can tell that they're from there. But if you talk to me, you cannot tell if I am from Mexico, if I am from somewhere else, because it is very neutral, as I say. You're very native and New York people. What? <laughs> You understand that that's the way my people speak. They speak in half of the English words we combine with Urdu. So what I was trying to say now is that you're very New York. Your voice is kind of from a American side, and it's from New yeah. York. Oh really? <laughs> He's like that because I've met many, many people from New York who speak have have a very deep and yet angelic voice like yours. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Right. The thing that I came from is that the projects that I've known that you worked on is one of the projects was against bullying. People having troubles in school and all, being discriminated for being the underdog and everything. How was it to do that character and being into it? I mean, being inside of the well, I was doing like two of the characters that were there, and of course, I was like 
uh, one was supposed to be like a, a lot serious but also like self-centered and other one was like a little bit like a little a little bit more uh, like open up and kind of goofy and I really like doing like the goofy kind of guys but also with a with a really uh, a low voice so it was it was something like uh, oh Oh yes, I always uh, I had the research too for you know, blah 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 you know, and all that stuff. And there one and there one was a little bit more deep and was like, but I am I am great and you are not. But nobody is as fit for the camera as you are. And so something like that. <laughs> but it it, it, is, it was pretty fun just like seeing how people reacted to whatever I was saying. Like they, they really felt <laughs> like there was somebody different there. And I'm happy that it happened like that. I have really a lot of fun with what they're saying. Even though the interactions between like the script and how I was saying didn't match up correctly, I tried to make it a little bit of my own too, to give it more flair to it. So that's really. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was really good. But I, I, if you've been on the internet, Ryan has been long. There's one familiar voice acting, voice acting that's quite familiar. Yes, that voice acting. What? Yes, that voice acting of a character that's very that familiar amongst women itself. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's Sebastian from uh, uh, what's the name of the series? Black Butler. Sorry, Black Butler. It's an anime series where he simply says, "I'm simply one hell of a butler." <laughs> I am simply one hell of a blacksmith, or something like that. <laughs> I haven't seen it though, because as, as I said, I like I was raised in Mexico and I was raised on Spanish uh, on Spanish dubs, but we tend to have like five people just like voicing a lot, a huge cast. But I know that in the US they have a lot of different voice actors, and I still have to like learn how they did it, how they work, how all that stuff. But uh, I I think that sometimes when I watch like an anime an animated series from the US, sometimes it can be done perfectly, amazingly actually. But sometimes another voice actors just like don't give it enough of a like the sentiment of what they're saying. Like they're just reading the lines. But that's that's just like standard because you, you can have a lot of good stuff but you also notice whenever something is a little bit off. But in Spanish it's like a lot more fun because they give it the proper Mexicanisms and words that makes it a little bit more fun for us. So uh, Brian, I've actually wanted to know is that have you actually worked in a Spanish project uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I haven't. I, w I have just participated with uh, like school projects and all that stuff. Okay. Because I, I, I feel like it was a little bit more like welcoming with the English side of, uh, of voice acting. Because with the Spanish side, it, it has to be it has to be done a lot of uh, like more professional. They expect you to be like more more experienced with whatever you're doing. So um, when coming to it, the voice acting career is kind of very hectic. Do you find your schedule overlapping with your social life sometimes? <laughs> well, yeah, because whenever I was doing the, the, the little projects that the, well, the projects that uh, participants had with the bullying and, for example, and the knowing yourself and all that, it, it was actually interfering with my classes. <laughs> But with, with the social life, yeah, it sometimes happens whenever they want to like do a, a, a big call, but they just like tell me like three hours before, and, I, and I'm like, I already had class. Oh my god, I cannot, I cannot say this, and I'm sorry, and all that. 
But the good thing is that they know that I, I work I work well, so there's not a big problem. Right, I wanna know who is your favorite voice actor though that you wanna that you wanna impersonate in in real life. I mean, for example, there, there are a lot of middle voice actors, but I don't know, like it has been so long since I watched a, a really good series, but for example, I watched Invincible like recently, oh. and it is a, such a good series, I gotta say, but very bloody. And J.K. Simmons is just, <laughs> that guy, the voice is just like, I, I can figure him as my father or whatever. <laughs> All in Grayson's voice? What? The father, All in Grayson. His voice was quite deep and quite... Yeah, it was very deep and very, like... I can't put it in words. It, it, is, it is very... It is very masculine, to per se. It is very muscly, for, for something like that. And... <laughs> I, I don't know, but even even with the serious moments, he, he was, like, very... It sounded very calm, but also very furious deep inside, and it... It, it is just, it was just like amazing as, as I watched it. It was <laughs> just like something very new, yeah. at least for me. Okay, that's amazing. But for the Invincible series, I actually knew the comic book, so I read that. And contradictory to it, I think the show is far better than the comic book. Oh, really? The show is better. Well, because you have a, you have a lot more like creative liberty, and you can throw a lot of things and weird stuff that don't make that doesn't make sense. But <laughs> it, it can be quite fun just reading the comic books, and I still have to read it fully. But the show it was really good, like how they adapted it. So I see that you are a consumer of English medium and voice acting and shows and all. Which of the, which type of show that you grew up watching that ins, like inspired you like okay this is a character that I would like to personally <laughs> like give it give it a shot like how can I say, like I I haven't like gotten track of a lot of things that I, I would like to give give it a shot like try to make it better but for example in Spanish shows a lot of shows I, I would say that they are like perfect to me in my eyes <laughs> because they are funny they are full of uh, everything that has to do with Spanish things and all that stuff. But in English, I have like rife with some shows. <laughs> but, uh, what like, I haven't gotten, like, as I said, I haven't like written down or just like having them in mind because a lot of, a lot of the things are pretty well done, of course, because they, it's this media that's consumed by a lot of people. Uh, if, I would, if I could say something like, it is very hard for me to just try to remember but there have been times that i have seen uh, like at least like a, a, a person or like a character that has like a same kind of high pitch voice like i have or like a little bit deeper that doesn't give it the proper uh, emotion to the word and it can be kind of a bummer uh, at least in the long run uh, if i can narrow it down for you uh, how about cartoon records ben 10 yeah, the classic series, yeah, Benton. It had a very high pitch voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, see, uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> As I said, I watched, it, I watched it in Spanish, and yeah, it can, it can sound a little bit like too, too high pitch. It, it can get kind of annoying, but that's like the point because it's a ten year old, something like that. But it, it could, it could use it a little bit more like, I don't know, Tara Strong. She's, she's a very, very good voice actor. She has voiced a lot of, a, a lot of those uh, characters, but. 
no, I, I, I will say that it is very good, but uh, I am not. A, I am, as I said, it has been so long since I like want to rewatch one of those shows. Nice to have to rewatch them just to try and see what's like different with them yeah. to get a proper opinion. Uh, after understanding all of this and everything, I want to see that do you face criticisms in the industry for being a newcomer without any kind of social background? Like people say to you this thing that you don't have any kind of experience, you're a newbie. Why should I hire you for this type of uh, series line? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's the problem because uh, a lot of people just ask for a lot of experience or kind of want to see your work. But whenever you're trying to start or whenever you're new at some sort of media, the best you can do is to just give it your best shot as a, as a thing for fun. Just try and like participate with people that don't like have a very like very popular series. Don't try you you don't have to like beat your luck with something that's very popular, but you you, you at least have to give your best shot with, with whatever small projects you can give. A little bit of here, a little bit of there, and Little by little, like you can show the proof that you actually have something going for you, and that that's why they have to or they they can consider like hiring you or casting you for at least a background character because nobody nobody gets in the spotlight right away. Like nobody gets like the the, the main character before just like doing a little bit of background stuff. It can be quite fun because you get to say whatever you whatever you want to say, and then it just gets mixed in. True. It's like you it reminded me of like a how the Japanese school when a fresh graduate is coming in, he goes to the industry, a company takes him but gives him a few lines as a background character, as one character with one single line, and then they start to gradually move forward. But with the Western world, it's again I'm coming back, there's that there's no system. Someone who wants to come into the industry, they don't know of you know custom there's a custom fuck of nothing to know. <laughs> Of yeah. the industry, and everybody demands experience. Yeah. <laughs> How can they find projects with people inside it? Yeah, because that, that's that's something that also happens with what with with like any sort of career, either like in engineering, science, or just like playing art or trying to play with somebody in in like band or stuff like that. They demand that you have experience that you don't have, or you simply don't have the access to, because as as you, as you said, like a school that actually gives you a little bit of guidance with whatever you're doing, it's very helpful. And also it helps you like search and find like opportunities that can like allow you to give up, give up proper, get proper experience and all that good stuff. But whenever I search for something like, how do you get, how can I get into the world of voice acting? It just says like, you can upload videos on YouTube, you can get into this, this and that page and try to like make people know get to know you and all that stuff but it's it's of course not going to be like from night to night to day it, like super quick it, it is gradual but sometimes you feel lost with all, all the stuff that you have to do or you don't have nobody to like guide you to say you're doing fun or you're you can be better or did you just simply like what what, what am i doing it, it tends to happen but you have to know you have to understand that it, it is Nothing has been simple, not even for for artists mostly, because you you have to like show that you are, that you have something worthwhile, so they can like at least try to consider you into something. Because I have tried to participate in some other projects and they just like never said anything. 
And I would prefer mostly that they say like, sorry, but we don't, we, we, we don't want to uh, cast you instead of just like nothing, silence. That, that, that's, that's very saddening, but you have to always keep on going because you, you, if you like kind of not fail, but at least not get what you wanted, you have to keep on trying and keep on going and keep on just like giving a, a, a little bit of a, you're gonna, you're gonna fasten just to build your own castle. That's the thing. Uh, I've actually seen many voice actors go to third-party platforms such as Fiverr or a portfolio to get a portfolio of your work done. Have you actually went to Fiverr and tried to sell your services as a voice actor to build up that portfolio? That that's what they have been doing. I mean, <laughs> that sounds interesting, but no, I I haven't done this by money. I mean, I I have considered it just like doing this for for money, but for now it is just more like doing it for fun and doing it just for experience and so far i really liked it and apparently people really did really do enjoy what i am doing so it, it may it may be worth giving, giving a shot in fiber for example or just like in cast and call club in post.com and all that just to post um like what what do i have to offer to you yeah it's a, it's a thing that comes back to it many people in the uh, won't find their spotlight even though they're very talented but that single one guy you don't even know who he is and a director who likes him just puts him ahead of you even who's talented how does that make you feel uh, in a way like how can like someone with talent but he has he cannot go ahead but someone without talent but he knows the producer so he's taking him ahead well, that, that, that requires a very, a very, very long rant. But well, that, I mean, it, it, is, it has always been like like that. Just because somebody uh, is a is a better friend with like the producer, with uh, with the director, with even with somebody that's inside the cast, it gives you a huge advantage. And even the, even I have my own teachers. Like I I, I am studying the university in uni, and my my teachers said, always tell me that. You should always have a lot of friends because maybe some of them are like very important or are really good assets for something like that. And that's kind of saddening to me because it tells me that even though I am really good at something, even though I am like outstanding or something like that, there is always the chance that I won't get chosen or that I just will get like left out or the thing will be full by then because there's somebody that just has to have like a connection to somebody that's important or somebody that's some sort of role inside of the project but that that's just reality because even if a very big project you know that you have like a good shot at getting to be known like to to show that you have the potential to show that you have the talent and all that good stuff can be just cut short in, in, in something like that but that's why you always have to to try and if you get a a, a, a role or a better role in some sort of a project then you have to take it because it means that you at least will show what, what they were missing if they know that they had in like the list of somebody that won't get chosen and if they just don't don't see it then eh, it doesn't matter it's just like more experience more work for you and something that will get you to know even even more people and, and it's just fine just never never, never feel that you well, like that you are less than somebody because you you have your own worth to try to do to do it so it, it is just a very big big thing that 
everyone has a lot of opinion, but in my opinion, it is something that it, it's just not fair for everyone. Hmm. I understand coming from a country that's um, from an immigrant country, it's not it's not easy for many people to get into the industry as they want to. I can feel that pain by <laughs> a lot. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, just because you're you're not part of the nation, they just think that you are, well, some, some stranger to them. But ah, eh, politics. <laughs> Let them aside. Let your talent speak first. Well spoken. Well spoken. But um, it's a, it's one of the things that I've seen in voice actors that when doing a voice acting career, some of them uh, in the late careers they just gave up because some of complained suicide because they were not able to get the role that they wanted to what do you say to these guys who are actually depressed in the industry what kind of motivation can you give to them well for uh, for for me like one, one, one example that i can give is, is like saying bill gates did not become a billionaire in like a week or two or three years or five years he had to work really hard from the ground up he like start his own company and then made it slowly little by little get it get to be known and now he's one of the most rich, the richest man in the world or just like that like a lot of people that just you know, feel sad that they that they don't have like what they were expecting like before they tried really hard for example youtubers streamers or whatever like some somebody that wants to be known somebody that wants to be popular and all that stuff they have to keep on going. You have to keep on trying because things happen because you deserve them. Things happen because you build them. Nothing will come to you for free. It was a surprise, but that, that's, that, that's another thing. But <laughs> but for for all that people that just like have spent like just like um like a week, a month, a year, two, three, four, or five, just. <laughs> I will say like keep on going don't feel sad because you don't have like the big role in a, in a very like high bob series or something like that but you have to do it because you feel passionate about it because it makes you happy at, at least well after all the role is done what matters is are, are you happy with what you, with what you did if you are then great then it is not time that was wasted but if it's if it isn't then you have to search for something else that really makes you happy um, voice acting coming from back a kid, I never even knew that voice acting was a career. I just only got to know it uh, since when I was uh, in my last year of college. That voice acting is a career. Um, it's an industry which is quite hidden by many people. And how would you respond, like saying that I to know about voice acting at a young age? How would you get to know it? Oh well, I mean, for kids, when, whenever. The, the kids media is the thing that's that's always like in need of voice actors because they need voices like that are wacky or that are like very very big so they can be entertained and that and that's fine because that's how you get people to get interested in that and like if, if you're a kid and want to know like because for you those animated characters are real persons that have that voice that have that image that exists within your world but actually they're just like I don't know, like, well, animated characters that have voices from somebody else. And if you do your own research, I mean, as a kid, <laughs> of course, you're not going to do that, like, very easily. 
but you can like start knowing about the industry like around age 10 or 12 and you just start trying doing projects yourself just trying to like do voiceovers animatics or even helping with other people just like drawings and all that and all that stuff and that that's how some for example i don't know if you know about newgrounds um site newgrounds newgrounds well it is <laughs> It, it is from where like Friday Night Funkin' came out, like Super Meat Boy, the Padino Faisak, all, all those persons like started their projects at like age 12 or, or 13. And they are very good game developers right now. And they are just like very known right now because it is getting more popular. But just to think that kids in like the 90s or 200s, 2000s, sorry, uh, started doing their own games and now they are really good developers it just makes you like see since how young a, a passion and just like even though it, it can be like talent it can be something that they uh, knew by somebody it's something that they are very interested in or they put a lot of effort into it can get the, rec the recognition that it deserves even years later because the site was well it, it, it wasn't like abandoned it is it was still active but it it was not not as popular. But now that now that it is like like twenty years, I think it has been since it, it opened. Uh, it is just now getting a lot of attention, <laughs> just but just like that. And it was made by kids like from twelve or thirteen years old and at the time. And now they are very very respected people that develop games, that do animations, that do voice acting, all that stuff just like the passion projects are like the best kind of thing well the passion projects usually get the best quality because it's something that you pour your soul into so it does the best as it can the same thing goes back again when i use the passion projects when i was like um, looking back into it i found out that walt disney and pixar uh, the company pixar who does the animation for car the car movie or who made the animation for many other well known such as frozen etc. Pixar did it. But Pixar's uh, story of how they started was like a very endish um, story. They had to recap every story back and forth, back and forth to make it worthwhile the way. And I can, I can really understand from how it's a big company now, Walt Disney has even bought it back then. It's, it's really impressive. But the thing is now is that the industry has changed from where we were using simple pieces of book paper to do animation. If you remember the classic Tom and Jerry series, they used paper. <laughs> they used paper. paper. They all used paper and they were super well animated. They were all cartoony and goofy and it was tons of fun. Yeah. And doing that, it was really hard for voice actors to put their voice. So they normally muted the characters voices so that they won't do it since now voice acting came from 2000s and because of the span of social media and everything how is it like now for you to lend into the industry to go into the high rise how will you go there i mean to go to go over there like it depends well uh, it can be like a, a little bit of luck for example it's always involved in that but just like, just to saying that you give your best shot at whatever you're doing, at whatever small project you're trying to do. And just like, with a little bit of luck, of course, with a little bit of luck, you can, that that series that you were trying to give a little bit of voice acting or that book or 
voiceover of anything just like gets a little bit popular and then just just like that you get your own name as well as the animation like a little bit of a proper spread so everyone knows about it and and so with a little bit of, like a little bit of that spread like just giving giving always your best is like like the kind of uh, advice I will give to you and to everyone that's seeing because you never know what can be like the thing that will open up your doors to somebody else because for example have you seen the the series of Hasbin Hotel? No, I haven't seen Hasbin Hotel but I, I grew up watching um, Jimmy Neutron or Danny Phantom. For example, yeah. Yeah, for example, that the, the Jimmy Neutron and, and Danny Phantom have like Tara I don't know the, the full history of Tara Strong but you, but you have, did you see that even with uh, male characters she has she has been like the go-to for little kids just giving that voice and and, and that gives credit to her work that she has done a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, projects that can uh, impact a lot of a lot of persons or a lot of people around the world. But for example, in in Hollywood and places that usually have a lot of a lot of uh, well, like relationships with the industry of animation, the industry of even movies that need the the voiceover and all that. Mm tend to have more opportunities for like parents to like show show that their kids have talent show that themselves have talent or just trying to like get the interest of somebody so they can be hired so they can be casted to them so for example with pe normal people uh, us peasants that are around the world and only have our our uh, like cell phones or, or laptops or pcs to like connect to the internet uh, we, we have a little bit more of a, of a tough chance because we have to like, always keep on working. And as I said, like Hasbin Hotel is made, is made by tons of independent artists, tons of independent uh, voice actors, tons of independent animators and all that. And it is a very good series, at least in my opinion. And, and, and well, it, it just shows that if, if, if you work and you like give a lot of uh, your own your own uh, kind of stuff to the world participating in small projects you can get hired with something that really gets popular later but or you can get hired to be part of a team that's trying to make something better so it is always just keep on working keep on working keep on working so are you a team player or a solo player well, for, for now I, I i have been a solo player myself because I, I always do like my mistakes. I try to like give always the best. I'm a perfectionist, so yeah, I, I kind of try to give the best that I can to, to to the people, to the director that is just like asking me for a line. But with with team play, as 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 a team player, I like to like give feedback and to like hear just my my peers just giving their best also in whatever they're doing because it is always very comforting that you like are being part are being a participant in, in some in someone else's project to make somebody else's happy, ha uh, somebody else uh, day happy, and all that and all that is just part part of the of being in in a, in a group. Sometimes I really wish I, I I am not alone, but I I have to be because some, well, most of the voice actors are from different places. So, but in a call and all that, you can feel that they are with you. So, um, like you say that your parents, if you, if you have a parent and he sees that you have a talent, they go to the industry and they say, Hey, my kid has this talent. Look at him. 
How was it like that for you when you when you tried to do it when you, when you showed your talent to your parents? Well, well, no, because so most I I am I am the kind of guy that likes to brag about anything, and but whenever I I show like the talents that I have like singing, playing music, or just like uh, giving a different voice, giving a funny voice or something like that, it, it was just always like incidental that they know that I I am the kind of guy like they they know incidentally that I am a I, I am a person that really like has something to give them like being a bright day or something like that but for example it depends on the kind of parents that you have that may or may not just like uh, want you to follow that career path but for me thankfully it has been like you can do whatever you you can whatever you want to do just like be be, be sure that you want to do that and that's something that, that I really appreciate but I know that for most people they, they have to like do it in secret or just like hardly do it because their parents don't want them to end up like college dropout or something like that but that's another story okay so understanding everything from it what is like your future that you want to go towards you want to achieve in the future you're striving what are you striving for right now uh i'm i'm striving to have like a degree in, in engineering and I, I'm doing pretty well with that which it's, it's really it's really good and as I, as I know I, I know that soon if I follow that career I won't have a, a lot of like free time or a lot of uh, energies to continue doing something on the side that's why I, I really try to like expand my horizon and try to know what really makes me happy what makes me like just that just what gives, what gives me joy to do because I know sometimes work can not be the thing that gives you joy, but projects like this, like voice acting, like playing music, like singing, it is it, it is something that just brings peace to the, to the soul. Okay, that's, that's really amazing that when you say it brings peace to the soul. What does that resonate with you, like bring peace to the soul? I mean, bringing peace to the soul, like that, that kind of thing is just like, I don't know. It it makes me it, it it makes me relaxed. It makes me like feel free that I can do I'll, everything that I have in my control. That I am always uh, always in well, as I said, I always in control what I'm doing. And for example, if I have a lot of emotions, like I want to cry, I want to be really angry or something like that, just singing like a song that has all that powerful emotion, for example, or just like talking to myself in the mirror with different voices. It, it just like makes me understand what I'm feeling, understand like what can I do and understand how can I just like calm down. It, it like really knowing that I can do a lot of voices has been very, very tranquilizing to me because it's like talking to a different person whenever I'm looking in the mirror. Uh, you did this like, uh, did you been into school plays? Have you been into school plays? Yeah, actually. Oh, that's really good. So, like, well, 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 let me cut this story because it, it, it is it's, it's something like that I really like enjoy it because once they were uh, a, a friend that was like a year older than me, well, two years older than me actually, said that he wanted to do a play for kids in the school. Like we have we have the high school, high school, middle school, uh, primary school, and also the kindergarten. They, he wanted to do something for the, the for the 30th of April, which is like Day of the Kids, something like that. 
and he wanted to do a play of sing and so we we he he gave us the idea to like record our lines and just act them out and and so when i when when i did my lines i was buster moon like the semi lead of the lead of the of the movie and we, and we, we did all the play and when when it finished like all the kids were like no what what happened to you what? something like that they were they were really excited to like see that i was like buster moon because there was, there was a ta- like a part that he that he was like crying on the ground because all the stage was broken and all that stuff and 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 then like when we meet up after he told me like man the kids were really sad that the, that the that the bad guy destroyed your your um that destroyed your like your scenery and all that and all that and <laughs> And, and I was, and I, I, that just like reminds me that voice acting for a character that even if it's myself and just enacting our character and acting it, it just brings me joy to see that it, it can be good and it can like at least to kids, for example, and to like all grown people can give like a different sort of vibe of what I'm doing. I've seen you that your your work revolves around like doing kids and making them passionate about. But at some point of the industry, do you want to influence people like your age or teenagers? Or of course, like of, of course, I, I really I really want to like be like how can I say like accessible or, or like try to like give a message to people that are my age or a little bit older. Because for example, with Invincible or with the. Uh, uh, like the new Netflix animated show, the animated uh, movie, uh, the the Marshals against the the machines or something like that. Uh, those type of those types of movies that talk about family and all that always cheer me up. And I was cheering with Invincible. I was cheering with that with that other movie because they focused family really hard. And what I want to do is like try to influence like teens at least or like grown people to never give up because that's not something that you like that's that's not an option basically because you always have to keep on going but you never are alone you always have like like the push from other people because if, even though everything seems to like crumble on top of you you always have to ask for help you always have to follow your dream and what makes you happy because everything every time i say or somebody tells me that they don't know what what to do with uh, like well I, I want to study this but i don't know if it is going to give me money i don't know if it's going to give me land and all that and all that and I, and i tell them just remember that if you do something it makes you happy at last and just like it, it is so simple but it's something that you have to understand that it is not just like a face value it's something that has to give you happiness in all sort of ways and it is just is like the kind of message that, that I would really like to give. A message about, about hope, a message about the future, a message that you always have to keep on going. Uh, from your story, I remember there was a YouTuber who did this uh, voice acting of a uh, butler, Sebastian. His name was Connor. Uh, Connor. He's from the UK, Wales, and his YouTube channel name is C.VA. And he started his career on a YouTube platform imitating this one guy's craft. Girls died for the uh, for the character because he sounds like them. <laughs> is there a type of demographic that you would like as a voice actor to go fawning over you like crazy? Well, I mean, it is. 
I do it for the fame, but mostly because I want I want to make friends. I want to like to talk to people. Whenever I find somebody that's that's new, I really like to hear their story. But I, I don't do this like to have fans or to have all that. If they if, if that thing comes, it's just like something that's a perk of the job, I guess. At least for me, it, it is not something that I pursue. It is just like having fun. <laughs> But in the industry, I've seen that uh, if you become a voice actor, your entire uh, privacy is taken away. Uh, if you become well known, your age, your background, your single, and everything, every move of yours is taken down. So it kind of becomes very conservative for them to have one single piece of it. How would they react? And if, like, if you do become big, how would you find space to be myself? No, no, this is me. Don't come to me. <laughs> I mean, uh, for for now, I I haven't like gotten a lot of people. I, I don't know what what's the feeling of like being known and just like people going like, hey, what what? Some like are just like getting to like like celebrating you or stuff like that. But I, I think it will be like sort of like a mix between the how Markiplier reacts and how Ken Reeves also reacts. Like very conservative, but also like kind of be like fun with whatever they're they're doing. Unless it is like something that I know it's private or at least to my family and all that, I will say like, please, like, not, not right now. It's not the best time to, to do it. But I, I will, I will really appreciate like just like seeing people being happy around me because I always find joy in seeing others, others happy too. So we're, uh, we're coming to the final question of this podcast. Is that um, as a voice actor, there's no starting point. No, forget the starting point. No. <laughs> get the starting point the one point is here is that if you are going to do the character which character will you be fitting enough to find that it is fine and okay with me as the protagonist or as the villain which one will you think uh, i want it to like a secondary character <laughs> like, like the kind of secondary character that's like that 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 what? The protagonist is friend, the secondary character. Yeah, more, more, more so, more so like that. Some, something like that. Like being like the friend, the sidekick, or somebody. Because I, I don't know if I can do it as a as a main character, but as as a sidekick that can give like good advice or like being just like fun, like wow or something like that. That it will it will be like kind kind of like the dream to me. And if somebody just asked me to be like a main character, oh, I would just say like, yeah, sure, let me try it out. Because I, I wouldn't say no to an opportunity. Yes, it is always something great to like keep on going. Uh, there's a trivia we do here. It's always that we ask our clients or uh, our people guests here is that we ask them questions about the projects that they do or something from the industry. So are you ready? This is going to be a random question to you like this and ask. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, which is uh, which character from the series Ben 10 did the high pitch sound? A very high pitch sound. A very high pitch. Uh, uh, the the bug the bug. Um, what what's the name? Well, the bug alien. I don't know. <laughs> well, like the original series or or the whole series. The original series. All right, the original series. Well, I remember the the, the high speech was no. The the the, the little gray guy, the gray oh, matter. Gray matter. Gray matter. Gray matter. Uh, it is gray matter though. Yes. He, he, he did a very helpful sound. Okay. Um, this is from a series. Uh, this is not from a series. It's from an original work. Which uh, 
your client, I spoke to one of them, which is the latest work that you did in a project. What was the project's name? I, I never asked for the for the name. I just wanted to participate. Yeah, the the uh, humans right. There, there was a session. You were supposed to be the voice actor for it. That's yeah, the, yeah. Project. Yeah. Damn, I'm such a bad person for remembering it. Sorry. Okay, this is a question you can answer easily. How? What is your age? Nineteen. <laughs> See, it's easy. So I, I have a quote. Always ask our guests to give opinions on it. Albert Einstein, he once said this quote is that imagination is the preview to life's coming attractions. What is your stance on this quote? Imagination is the way to life's greatest distractions? No, imagination is life's preview to coming attractions. Ah, to coming attractions? Yes. Okay. I think it is, it is something that's very true because. If you can imagine something, but it depends on the mood that you have. For example, you can imagine a monster, but that doesn't. But if you are scared of it, then that doesn't mean that you are going to be attracted to it like later in life. But unless you just find it like cool or something like that, uh, you're going to be attracted to it. But but that quote is really true because if you imagine or envision yourself with something that you like, for example, you envision yourself like being famous or being rich or being all that, you will want to like go and strive for it because it, it just planted that idea in your mind and you want to do anything in the world to make it happen. And I, I will say that it, it will it can it can also be like understood as to say that imagination is like the preview for your future uh, goals for your dreams. Something that you can envision and always have in your mind and in, in just like being realistic that you can achieve it at in some degree is like the perfect way to just keep on going and just following the final horizon which is being happy so basically when i dream i dream of world domination so i'll achieve world domination someday in some capacity maybe maybe you can work for like amazon and have everyone's privacy in your hands <laughs> that's basically world domination <laughs> but <laughs> So I'll leave my viewers with a question is that my viewers, uh, when you do any type of character that you are very familiar with or sometimes, try reenacting it. Maybe you might find a hidden gem in those characters and you might reenact their stories one day in your life. Thank you, Brian, for coming to this podcast. We have a tradition here. And this tradition is that it's a quote that we say here. Stay home, stay safe, and be cool. On the count of three, you have to resonate with me. Stay home, stay safe, and be cool. Okay? Three, two, one. Stay home, stay, home, stay safe, stay safe and, be and be cool. You are the first guy who got it right. Well done. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I was about to forget it, but I was like, yes, I remember. <laughs> Thank you, Brian, for tuning into the podcast. It was really enjoyable. And I be- I have best wishes for you to achieve your life's dream as a voice actor. I hope to see you in the big picture one day in a series. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. And also, it was really cool. Very cool.